0: Tonight, we're talking about another near-death experience as interpreted by Spiritism. All these ones I'm talking about are in my book, What Really Happens During Near-Death Experiences According to Spiritism. You'll find links to my books below. You'll find links to all of my books on nwspiritism.com. You can just go down on the right-hand navigation side, and you can see those links and see all those books. I also actually have... uh, another book on near-death experiences which is i will talk about after i'm done with these the ones i'm talking about now it's the spirit world talks to us 12 accounts from near death and other experiences so where do i get how do i interpret these so first let's you know let's put the foundation of why i think that we're able to interpret near-death experiences that is because the codifier of of spiritism alan kardec went through and talked to different uh, asked a series of 1019 questions to different mediums throughout uh, different geographical areas throughout france and other countries of europe and got information that was all managed by the spirit of truth as promised in the new testament by jesus christ that would send us more information and be our consoler spiritism tells us so much more than what you've heard about or read about in other doctrines or religions. It gives us actionable information about the spirit realm, about heaven, about the levels and spheres below heaven. It tells us what heaven's like, how to ascend in he- to heaven. It Tells us so much more. Why? Because we are technologically and culturally ready for that information. So let's just start with the NDE that we're talking about tonight. This is a very interesting one this is anna and and in it anna discovers her mission on earth so it starts that after anna's child was born her doctor was called back to discover major hemorrhaging which was imperiling anna's life anna during this hemorrhaging of blood was transported to a pool of light where her deceased family members were waiting for her now As I said before, this is interpreted. What she went through is interpreted by Spiritist doctrine. I don't judge her observations or feelings. I just provide the reasons for her experiences. What lies behind her journey into near death? What kind of universe organization and processes orchestrate the sum total of those moments of otherworldliness? These are the questions we shall review today. Anna's NDE experience is gathered from the wonderful website, nderf.org, near-death-experience-researchfoundation.org. Uh, so first, she, she had it all started with she had a seemingly normal childbirth. She was able to see her newborn son. The doctor had left after a long and grueling labor. There were no signs of excessive bleeding. And soon after, the doctor left to clean up she started to go into shock from loss of blood. In her chronicle, Anna describes what happens next. I heard them calling her and asking her to return. I had squeezed my eyes to the point of other pain from the freezing that had overtaken every single limb, which I was sensing in such detail during those minutes. All of a sudden, I could only think of God and felt an urge to go, to let go, and slightly open my eyes last thing i whispered to the nurse while grabbing her medallion of a cross hanging from her neck onto my chest do you believe in god she was engaged in saving me but that second she turned to me removed the necklace and placed it inside my hand and that's when i started floating so anna with her body failing her spirit began to disengage from her dense manner now the question may be asked exactly what separates from the body Modern science considers the brain to be our total repository of all our thoughts, memories, and personality. While research is beginning to cite examples of brain-dead people remembering events that occurred in the operating room and other locations, there is no yet accepted scientific explanation for this phenomenon. Well, spiritism supplies the answer. Not only the answer, but the entire cause and effect we are not just a collection of cells directed by brain mass located in our heads right yes that's part of it but what we feel see and touch about ourselves is just our physical manifestation for our bodies are in essence a discardable spacesuit. our souls our spirit is immortal it is anna's spirit that ascended leaving her body behind there's one more puzzle piece to complete the picture of what happened to her our paraspirit that which connects our spirit to our body. The paraspirit is the channel through which the spirit absorbs all the memories, actions, and even attitudes that we experience while on earth. Every data point is recorded. Our innermost thoughts are saved, and nothing is able to erase them. So hence, when Anna floated, she didn't notice a long silver sort of cord that's still connected to her body like an umbilical cord, which feeds the baby, the connection from her body to her spirit still function. She still had the means to return. She didn't notice that, but many others will say they noticed. I noticed this silver cord behind me. And the funny thing is you can roam the universe and that silver cord will still look like it's behind you connected to your body. It's length. I believe is quasi infinite. I'm not sure, but it can go anywhere and nothing cuts it unless you know, your your physical body dies and then it goes. So the fact that she's still connected means her body is still functioning, so or at least meant to function. It may not appear so to the medical people on Earth in the physical form, but as far as the spirit world, that body is gonna is still there for her to come back. So after she leaves her body, she climbs into the light and she discovers what she really is. This is what she says finally the life i have been living on planet earth was an insignificant second of an experiment which i volunteered for the me the i wasn't anna the lady who just given birth but it was a light being a light in every sense i was made of the same light as the one the pool was filled with it sensed everything felt everything beautiful as there can ever be thought and understood everything and was floating around inside the pool happily finally back home all in exclamation point. So she felt, she felt home, right? She felt love. She felt the light. This is what so many NDE's near death experiences, people say, and this is what spirits tell us. This is why in the books, by Chica Xavier, he uh, psychographed from the spirit, Henri Luis one of the things they talk about is when people have these out of body and near-death experiences they feel the love so much that they they have to say no no i'm sorry you have to go home right you have a you know you know a wife or husband or children waiting for you you, you have to go home and they said well i, I don't want to go home well you have to go home right and they they convince them to make the right decision the other thing she said is an insignificant second of an experiment So think of this really carefully. This is the time span of your life on earth in relation to your total existence thus far. Why is that? Because now you have a window into what it feels like to be immortal. Didn't you always want to be immortal? Haven't you sometime, you know, I wish I could live forever. Well, actually you do. You will have different bodies as you go through life after life and maybe not even a human body it may be a human-like body on another planet because you're at you know your different levels and your different things you need to learn you'll be may you'll be sent to different planets to learn what you need to learn so think about this think about that she said in insignificant second. What does this mean? It says someday the sun will burn out and your memories of the earth. Now a dead planet will be distant. As Anna realized, this is the manner in which you should consider your life. Whatever calamity befalls you in whatever situation you are locked into practice, viewing your life from the mountaintop, look down and see the obstacles are not as large as they seem. And the worries not as great and the picture, not, as dark as first feared so next anna wrote which i volunteered for wow in that sentence fragment the entire truth of our reason on earth for being is exposed we reincarnate on earth for many it's not an involuntary process but one in which we are intimately involved in the books inspired by the spirit andre louise Psychographed by Francisco C. Xavier, He tells of people and couples in the spirit world who actively plan out in minute detail the arc of their lives. They select their parents, who most probably they have had in previous lives, their characteristics and the trials, the events they will live through. Happenings that will supply instructions they feel they require to improve. Hence, the great milestones of your life are predestined and you are the person who most likely selected them all designed to enable you to reach your goal, the goal of improvement, the betterment of your spiritual knowledge. For one day, you will become a pure spirit and not have to reincarnate again, only if you wish to descend to a planet to assist others. In other words, have a mission so anna also expressed the sensation of lightness in the spiritist books the words they use is usually less dense so whereas we on earth live in dense bodies means physical matter and some energy right and our senses only perceive about one eighth of the world around us in the spirit world the real world we are ethereal we are less dense and our atomic structure is different we live in a different dimension than the ones where physical earth resides our form our clothes are shaped by thoughts we are what we think we are spirits move by the power of thought spirits are able to walk but they are also able to think where they wish to be and appear there at great speed anna then examines her state of being more fully this is what she says and light as in lightness no gravity no strings attached that's how i sensed at the time i was so happy that i wouldn't have to sleep or eat anymore no tiredness no negativity no anxieties whatsoever and you float and float lightly dancing and singing with no audio visuals you're just being that's what you're for to be so now when you read and understand about spiritism there are different levels of heaven and those now those on the lower zone which is not yet heaven they still have the urge to eat even those in the beginning areas of heaven will want to eat and and drink something but as you go higher and higher you you need that less you don't feel hungry you don't feel you don't feel that you you absorb energy from the atmosphere right or light um and then actually even some of the first levels of heaven they, they did try people like, just drink you know this energized water to get you used to not having to eat some people like to have it, and they don't want to give up the habit but that's an, you know that's a free will decision right if you don't want to ascend you can stay where, where you are so next she meets her family so as mentioned before when i said you reincarnate right you're frequently with family members one of the laws of spirit world is the law of affinity where like-minded souls are attracted together through shared values and interest anna relates how she met her deceased mother-in-law and wished she could have played with her grandchildren then anna found out she answered don't you worry at all before this child was born we went together to all the gardens and lovely forests, and we laughed and played and sang together besides now that i'm here i can protect you protect you much stronger than if I were there, weak and ill. So, in talking with her deceased mother-in-law, there are two very important concepts about the spirit world where we all come from. First, we are part of our own plan for reincarnation, and our spirits merge into a physical body beginning in the mother's womb. Our spirits are connected to our bodies where we sleep, when we sleep we are able to temporarily leave our slumbering cocoons and visit other spirits hence anna and her baby in the room visited her mother-in-law in the spirit world and this is and again when you're asleep and you leave your body when you're astral planing some people astral playing will still see that silver cord that connects from the paraspirit spirit that surrounds your body like an invisible diving suit and has connections to every cell to your spirit brain, right? Your spirit that's in the other dimension. So the second important concept is when Anna's mother-in-law said she could protect Anna and her children better from the spirit world. It demonstrates the amount of interaction spirits have with us. Our spirits guides and family members watch out for us like hovering parents over their elementary school children. The children are too absorbed to notice, but their parents are present, ready to jump in at the first sign of trouble. Now, I've just done lately uh, a, a video on this that I have on my YouTube and my bitchu channels. With spirits spiritual all around us, and it is a difficult concept to accept. Now, people who are mediums, they see this, they they know it right away. They understand we live, and there's... there's spirits all around. There's good spirits, there's ignorant spirits, there's spirits who want to put us down the wrong path, there's spirits that just want to play with us, there's spirits who try to glom themselves on the alcoholics or drug users so they can feel what they're missing from their physical life because they're on the lower zone. There's spirits all over. Now, why do we have to go through this? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, we are on the planet of atonement, meaning we are in this physical body and we have to pay for our past wrongs. So all, it's that's all again part of the processes that spiritism reveals to you. Karma is real. Karma and the process of reincarnation and the process of the law of affinity all work together. Our life right now was planned because of our actions in our previous life. So karma kept track of what we were doing, right? and then within the law of affinity we were at when we were a spirit we were with our own type of people that could be great people or it could be a criminal family down in the lower zone then the plan was created and usually we're kind of associated where we were before it's up to us through our free will if we want to break free of that more primitive family to earn our place into a better part and as we change our attitude and our character We are automatically drawn up because of the law of affinity. So this, again, shows all the spirits around us. Now, the second thing is, so why do we have to put up with this? Isn't it harder to learn and survive in in an atmosphere where you've got all these bad ideas right because thoughts will go through us spirits around us can read our thoughts right and they can also try and influence by sending thoughts our ways well we are supposed to learn by using our conscience to filter out the worse thoughts the dumb thoughts the thoughts that would put us down a path where we feel bad where we feel stressed because we are violating our conscience why do we need to go through such tough learning right well, there's a reason for that because, as I said before, as Anna said, right, she was all this spirit. And in that spirit, thought is action. And as you go higher and higher in the spirit universe, your thoughts, you can do more and more. Jesus Christ, according to Spiritism, is the governor of our planet and other planets besides. He was a part of a group of spirits that actually set the solar system in place, created the earth, set the moon around the earth, everything. That's how powerful we too could eventually become. We just have to work and study and change our attitude and personality and character. So Anna Anna met her mother-in-law, but she didn't encounter just one relative, but many and friends from the spirit world and all were happy to see her. They took her to a library and explained why she was on earth. So now they're going to talk about Anna's job. She goes, apparently I had a job up there and left it briefly when coming to Earth because I needed to experience certain things and learn certain things in order to be able to continue my work. So now comes the shocker for those listening. Life after death is like life before death. You still work. You're still productive. You are still learning every minute, every day so you don't if you're a good person you don't go oh you know i can just sit on my cloud and play my harp all the time no that's not gonna work no you're still productive however this is the important part the conditions we toil in aren't similar to our experience here on earth we work in a location of intellectual stimulation pursuing our passion comfortable in the knowledge that what we are doing is for the good of all not just to add one more trophy automobile to the boss's garage. Anna describes her feelings, is what she said. Time and space has no physicality and no validity. I'd call the whole thing as freedom, the perfect freedom, which every person I know aspires to, fights for, and dreams of, etc. So she had a very, probably, important or interesting position. And she she probably was at a prettier it wasn't at a beginning level probably a higher level i could be wrong on this one but she had and she understood the time and space right now when she says no validity or physicality you have to think of her uh, she understood most of us when we go from our physical dimension right we live in a uh three-dimensional world height weight width right and then time moves us along moves us along no matter if we want to be moved along or not right we age etc with time but in the spare world time is one of the dimensions right and you see you see things that beginning middle end you'll see a range of stuff and there's no time there's, there could be duration where they say okay let's build this house we'll have that last for five million years until then i don't want it anymore and that's what it is it's not there's no time per se when she said no physicality what she really means is everything is created by Thought so. If you build a house there where she was, you create that house in concert usually with other spirits, and you create that with your, with your mind. So there, there's some interesting parts. He is revealing a lot. So, and again, the next thing she said is, "Oh, in order to gain more productive positions, I need more experience." Hey, just like in our world the desire for increased responsibilities entails the need for training and knowledge therefore anna came to earth with a mission and not just anna she was part of a team with a job to do this is what she says however these thoughts i'd filled until microscript ma- manuscript i was in charge of had a great purpose served a great purpose which as a light being i knew however back in my human body I don't have a clue as if there was a veil administered upon my return. There are many other light being conducting similar work. And yet I knew that not every soul or light being is given such a task. Ours was a team destined to do this. Others were destined for other work. Now, doesn't it seem strange that a person is given a task to accomplish, is sent on a mission with no recollection of what that assignment entails. Although you aren't just randomly set down on some beach and told to attack, right? The family. So you've got to think that the spirit world is very sophisticated beyond what we, we can. They, they have the threads of people's destinies are interwoven so much that, you know, we cannot comprehend what they can do. The family you are born into, the events of your life are all methodically planned to guide you to your full range of responsibilities. She would be guided without her knowledge just like you know you'll see a a sheepdog herding sheep and they won't even they they even notice that they're being pushed in one direction or another they just feel it because there's something there and that they want to move right it's the same way we are uh in our life right you have so everything's planned out and you, you don't know it but also, you have two items from your entire arc of your previous lives, your conscience and instincts. Your conscience has implanted all the natural laws and your interpretation of the rules and regulations. As you live life after life, you get better. You, get, you understand the gray areas more. Your conscience gets more and more sophisticated, like a law library that gets filled out. And then your instincts will alert you when to act and move forward or when to find other avenues. So hence you are set upon a relatively narrow road, and as you travel, you shall, without conscious knowledge, accomplish your jobs as you encounter them. You do have free will to make the wrong decisions and to ignore, to ignore all the signs of your intended work. So next, she learns about the importance of the work, and she felt so comfortable, so at home in the spirit realm. She, you know, she didn't want to leave. She wanted to remain. But then she says, this is what she says, someone was telling me, Anna, you need to go back. That moment I felt Earth-like sadness, which hurt purestly what I had been in that duration, that light being. And I found myself far from the pool in the library, but looking at the planet Earth from the space cosmos. And the light beings had risen next to me, pointing at the planet, and a voice asking me, look there, the planet, what do you see? I said, I see planet Earth. and I don't want to go back. This is my home. Why are you sending me back there? He soothingly calmed me, all sensory, no touches, no words, and then asked again. Oh, with such divine voice, an actual physical voice. Look again. What do you see now? Suddenly, I saw what the voice saw. I see our planet, and there are no borders dividing countries. The borders are gone. He said, that is why you're going back. You have a mission, and that's how I came back. So, What did Anna find out? She discovers that she is part of the mission to transform our planet. According to spiritism, our Earth is a planet of atonement, a place where we are reborn to pay for our past wrongs and to learn the hard lessons so that we may become, in time, better souls. It may take many lifetimes. Spirits who are full of love, charity, fraternity, and honest in our daily dealings. The Earth is being guided by the spirit realm to become a planet of regeneration, where there are more good than bad spirits, where wars, envy, and hate start to recede. So Anna, like all of us, are not just physical bodies with an organic conscious that will one day fail and dissolve back into carbon-based compounds. We We merely use our bodies as the key to enter another world. We just use these bodies just temporarily it's like putting book covers on books, right? I and mean, we should protect them. The spirit world says not, you know, they'll also call people unconscious suicides, people who drank themselves to death or overdose. Um, that's not a good, good thing to do. You need to be physically fit as much as possible. So a world that we're all here that serves as our college in which we take classes. Sometimes we enjoy the subject and others we hate. And more often we are bored. But even though we may not adore all of our lessons, we must remember that we are being graded. Hence, if we maintain a good attitude and are able to continue radiating love to all, even during our difficult times, we shall emerge victorious from our adventure on earth." So I hope this helps you understand one nde by anna now next week we'll talk about the after death communications by david g that should be very interesting i think to everyone now if you want to learn more about spiritism and spirit world around us well first you can if you're interested in ndes you can certainly read my book what really happens during near-death experiences what i've just talked about is in this book you can get it on kindle or uh, paperback also read about spiritism this if you want the beginnings of spiritism this is what i would recommend you read it's got the 1019 questions to me it was revelatory now i have written books on spiritism and i wrote these books because i know everyone learns a little differently and i've written spiritism 101 through revelation you can go to my website nwspiritism.com you can go on the right hand side navigation page and you can get that for 99 cents on kindle you can also on this facebook page spiritism and the spirit world around us go to the files section and you can download it on pdf for nothing i have that it's spiritism 101 the third revelation now if you want to go beyond that i i re- recommend for you to understand the spirit world to, at least start with my heaven and below book one of spiritism. I have three books that really explain the processes and organization of the spirit world. Book one is heaven and below. Book two, spirits and the spirit universe and book three, how the spirit world guides us. It gives you the whole organization and processes of how we of what's awaiting for us. So I do that to give you not to tell you, Oh, you have to do this or you're going to fail. No, no, no. This is the present information presented to us by spirits through spiritist mediums. And I categorize it and I'm trying to put it all in different areas so you can read all about heaven, the places below heaven, about Jesus Christ, what he does in the spirit world. He's much more than you think he is, what our powers and attributes are, how we are kind of herded through life and how entire nations and our culture are directed by the spirit world. It gives you everything. Well, not everything there's much more i'm sure we don't know but this is what we at least know today so the second book uh, or after the these three books i would recommend is now if you understand what's there how how do you start achieving that so what i've done is i've taken other books by uh, spirits authors right a lot of from joanna diangelis Eman- the spirit emmanuel these are of course, then the mediums right devalda de franco sugar Xavier, yvonne Pierre or the mediums but how to live right how what are what's the optimal efficient method step by step of how should we conduct ourselves how should we learn how should we study on earth so we can rise and so we can have this important job and as anna did right she's got a very interesting uh function i'm sure so this is again this will take you through 24 steps this is all based upon a poem by andre Luis, and it's each little stanza was four or five words i explain what andre louise meant i take different spiritual authors fully and say okay this is what the spirit really wants us to do and this is how they say we should approach it how we should begin our climbing the stairs lastly if you want to talk to a a spiritist or you want to talk to me i'm also on the site there's others uh spiritists who've had experience in spiritism on the site spiritismstudy.org you can scroll down a little bit you can get an appointment with myself or another person what will happen is we'll just talk to you for an hour yeah uh, there's nothing you have to do there's no money you have to pay there's no obligation there is absolutely nothing you talk I answer your questions, I kind of say, okay, do you want to learn about this? I recommend this. You can find this book on PDF. What will happen is you will send me an it will an email will be sent to me, and then I'll email you back saying, yes, I can meet you at this uh time and date and it will be through Skype or WhatsApp and we can meet, you know, kind of face to face, right? You know, so, picture to picture. So these are the things that we have for you. Besides the Facebook site, spirit is in the spirit world around us Kardec radio also has a Facebook site Kardec radio has an app You can put on your Android or your Apple phone. I have a YouTube channel So please if you're listening to this Facebook stream, please share it on other Facebook sites go to YouTube or bit shoot subscribe to my channel hit the bell and comment or, and like it if you like please tell your friends because I believe with all my heart that if we can get more and more people to understand the spirit world, what is awaiting for us, the fact that we're immortal souls, the fact that we reincarnate multiple times in order to become a pure, a better spirit, that the earth will much sooner become a wonderful paradise than it should be. I want to say thank everybody and good night.